Hello, my church. My name is Minister Antoinette Brazelton, and I am just so excited to be with you guys this Sunday. I am so happy to have the invitation from your wonderful pastors, the Tuckers, to just join you and talk to you today. I believe that God has given me something um, so special to share with you guys this morning, and it's been something that I've been meditating on. Um, for a while now in my life. And so I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be with you today. Are you guys ready? <laughs> I hope you are, because we're about to jump right on into some good stuff that God wants to share with you. Um, so I just want to open up with a quick word of prayer as we get started. God, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to sit and hear a word from you. We have an expectation, God, that you will show up and speak to us, that we will hear a word that will transform our lives and from this day on. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> well, this morning, I want to talk to you about living by a higher frequency. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I just believe that there are just some seasons in life where God is pulling us into deeper places. You know, when he comes along and he literally is like tugging on our hearts because there's things that he wants to show us. There's revelations that he wants to reveal to us. There's things that he wants to say to us. And so he comes along like tugging on our hearts in certain seasons, like come away with me listen in on the things that I want to share with you. He's literally calling us to tap into his frequency to hear from heaven. Um, and I believe that it's necessary for what God is doing in the earth today, that we have to be a people that are tapping into the frequencies of heaven, to have an ear, putting our ears to the mouth of God, to hear what he has to say during this time so that we could be in alignment, so that we can partner with him in what he's doing. You know, I remember... Um, you know, just growing up in church, you know, my parents are pastors, apostles, Tony and Cynthia Brazelton, and I've just been so grateful to grow up in their household with people who love and know God, and it caused me to have a hunger for God, even at a young age, you know, but I remember of just getting to a place in my life um, as I grew, um, especially when it was like right when I got out of college, and I felt like there was just more to know about God than what I had experienced. And I didn't even know what more looked like or what it felt like. I just had this hunger on the inside of me. Um, and it wasn't something I could put my finger on, but I believe that it was something God put this hunger on the inside of me so that I would pursue after the things that he wanted to show me during that time. And so I just began to tap into what I would say, higher frequencies and wherever the Holy Spirit would lead me. And so I began like, reading books and listening to certain messages and really, you know, getting around other people that were hungry for God, just trying to um, go after the more that I believe God put a desire on the inside of me for. And so, you know, in this place, my whole world just began to change. You know, prior to this, I didn't really know how to hear God's voice or know exactly what he was saying to me. You know, there will be times when I would be in the service and I would hear the preacher say, oh, God said this, or God did that. And I'd be like, how do you know God is saying that? How do you know what God is doing? And so I began to pursue after that with everything in me to discover for myself so that I could hear God's voice for myself so that I could be aware of what God was doing in my own personal life. And, you know, literally from that place, I began to have encounters with God that just totally wrecked my world, just totally shifted 
my paradigm in which I was living by at that time where then God began to open up my eyes to see visions of things he would show me of things that was happening in the spirit or things that were happening in the future God would give me dreams about or there would be times where God would get my attention and he would share with me these transformative truths things that have like totally changed the way I live and the way that I do life with those around me and so I began to develop my own history with God and and it was really based on hearing from him and encountering him for myself of literally tapping into higher frequencies from heaven. And so I believe that God desires that each and every one of us will hear his voice, that all of us will be able to have encounters with him that would just change the way that we live. Um, you know, God doesn't desire for any of us to do life with him from a distance or through someone else. He wants us to know him face to face. He wants us to know him personally and that we would live from that reality. Um, I wanna read this scripture. This is Psalms chapter 92, verses five through six in the Passion Translation. And it says this, depths of purpose and layers of meaning saturate everything you do. Such amazing mysteries are found within every miracle that nearly everyone seems to miss. Those with no discernment can never really discover the deep and glorious secrets hidden in your ways. And in this scripture, it says that those with discernment will tap into the higher frequencies of heaven and can discover the layers of purpose and meaning that saturate everything that God does. And so it's almost like looking at soil. When God does something, it's like you can see that layer on top. Maybe you see that grass sprouting out or just that fresh, soft layer of dirt on the surface. But underneath the surface of what God is doing. There are layers and layers um, that go underneath it that if you keep digging in what God is doing, if you keep digging and tapping into what God is saying, you'll discover there's so much more depth to God than what we're aware of. And so us as a people, we have to be those that have discernment to tap into what are the depths that God is saying? What are the depths to what God is releasing during this time? And in that scripture, it says, in every miracle, there are layers of mysteries and layers of frequencies to be explored. And so in everything that God does, there's so much more we can discover. You know, one of my favorite things to say about God is that he is inexhaustible. And so that means that we can spend our entire lives discovering the depths of who he is and his ways, how he operates, how he functions. And so it's just like, who's willing to get out their shovel and dig? Who's willing to tune in their ears to what God is saying to tap into his frequency, the highest frequency that we can listen to? And so when you see God move or when you encounter God, like, are you willing to stop and to ask questions, to dig and discover the layers of purpose that go underneath maybe what we just already see at the surface? And so maybe you've experienced God's presence to the point where you've cried or maybe even laughed, or maybe God has touched your body and he's healed you physically or even healed you emotionally. And in those moments, who would say, hey, you know what? I wanna stop and look. I wanna stop and seek God. I wanna stop and listen to what God is saying in this moment, what is God is doing through me. And so I wanna just encourage you to tap into and explore all the beautiful treasures God wants to reveal to us 
um, in the spirit that come with tapping into the higher frequencies. And God, he's so excited when he has people who are hungry and willing and ready to hear what he has to say, because there's so much that he wants to reveal to us. And he's looking to do that with his children. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10. It says, for God has unveiled them and revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things diligently, even sounding and measuring the profound depths of God, the divine counsels, things far beyond human understanding. And so sometimes we have to be willing to stop and listen to with new ears or stop and look with new eyes. Because look, scripture says there are profound depths of God. <laughs> that is just so cool to know this is always more to learn there's always more to discover and then it says that things that are far beyond human counsel and so we must be willing to stop and tap in you know i remember there was this one moment i was driving home uh, from church and i was driving on this road that i've driven on many times because i've been living in the same county all of my life uh, or most of my life i should say i had a few years when i live outside of that in college but i've been living in this area for most of my life and so i remember just driving down this road and all of a sudden my attention got drawn to the trees and even though i've driven down this highway so many times i begin to stare at them with new eyes and i'm like wow i'm like look at them and i had a friend that was in the car with me and she began to just jump right in the game with me she's like you know what, I wonder how many species of trees there are. And I wonder this, and I wonder that. We literally just took this moment of kind of just looking with new eyes at the things that we've already seen around us all the time. And so I believe that God wants us to do that with him, that sometimes we can feel like we know what it's like to be Christians, or we know what it's like to do life with God, or just come to church and we get into the routine of things, but then there's more he's looking to reveal to us. There are, again, those depths, things that go beyond human understanding that God wants to reveal to those who say, yes, I want to tap in to the higher frequencies of heaven to hear the things others are not listening in on. In the Amplified Classic version of that same passage, it says this, they are the bottomless things of God. It says the divine counsels and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny bottomless things of God, meaning that there's no end. Here's that description of God again, where he's inexhaustible or there's things that are bottomless. And so there are some frequencies, you know, that are hidden, you know, in the passage, it said there are things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. And, you know, there are some frequencies that only certain people can hear. You know, I remember a few years ago watching this documentary and they were talking about the frequencies of sound. And in this study, they had people of all ages fill this room and then they would begin to play these certain frequencies or certain pitches of sound. And they just simply asked, if you can hear them, raise your hand. And so at first they began to play some sounds and everyone was lifting their hands. I could hear that. Then they played another pitch and another pitch. And then some of the hands went down. Everyone couldn't hear it. Then they began to play a higher pitch. 
in another higher pitch and even more hands begin to go down to a certain point where only there were like a certain number of people um, of young people in the room that could hear this pitch and so you know certain ears can hear certain frequencies in the natural and in the spirit there are certain things that because you love God and because you pursue him there are certain things that you will be able to tap into and hear that not everyone else will and the message version of that same passage in first Corinthians. And this one is through six through 10. It says God's wisdom is something mysterious that goes deep into the interior of his purposes. You don't find it lying around on the surface. It's not the latest message, but more like the oldest, what God determined as the way to bring out his best in us. Long before we ever arrived on the scene, says the spirit, not content to flit around on the surface, dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. And so here it says there is an old plan of God that has been in motion in the earth. And with Holy Spirit, we can tap into the frequencies of God's unfolding plan. And so before you ever took your first breath, there was a plan in motion that God had to have family, to do life with us. There was a plan of God that has been in motion in the earth. And so when you stepped onto the scene, you got an invitation to be a part of God's unfolding plan. And look, the plan again, it says it's not something that you find lying around on the surface. It's something that you have to tap into a higher frequency to hear. Because here, again in the passage, it says the spirit dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. And you know, some people, they're always just in search of, you know, the newest trend or what's the latest fashion or the latest style of music. But what God is doing in this season is the oldest unfolding story <laughs> and that's just so cool that we get to be a part of this huge story this huge strategy of heaven that god started when he decided to make adam in the beginning that you and i get to be a part of it and that's why we want to tap in to hearing what god is saying in this season we want to tap in to hearing the voice of god into the higher frequencies of heaven so that we can be the ones that we're hearing all the pitches that we're raising our hand, hearing all the sounds, that when God is releasing the sound, that when God is releasing a word from heaven, that our ears are keen, our ears are skilled and ready to hear what he is releasing. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16. In the Amplified Version, it says this, Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look, ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and then walk in it and you will find rest for your souls and here it is god is literally saying to you hey ask for the ancient paths like ask god to reveal to you the things that have already been in motion so that you can be a part of it you know i remember some time ago i was with a group of friends and we were just having this encounter with god and praying and just loving on him. And all of a sudden, God opens up my eyes um, to what's happening in the spiritual world. And it was like, I began to see the globe. And when he showed me the globe, I saw all these little light streaks going across it, like really, really fast. And it looked like there was all these things in motion all over the earth. And it was so huge that my heart gasped when I saw it. I was like, <gasps> you know, 
like whoa like almost like god uncovered something that was always there but i just wasn't aware of it and so i believe god wants to uncover to us in the natural the military uses certain frequencies to encrypt and to decrypt signals so that they cannot be intercepted or traced by standard receivers so of course you know the government has times where they want to get out certain signals to their army and they don't want the opposing um, army to find out they don't want their enemies to discover their plans and so they have a way of getting out signals so that only certain people can hear them but let's look at this scripture matthew chapter 13 and verse 11. in the passion translation it reads this he explained, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden truths and mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom, but they have not. And so here in this passage, it looks says some people get the signal and some do not. Some tap in and some do not. And so the uncovering of God's mysteries and his hidden truths is an intimate experience that God is looking to have with you. You know, there are moments where God will capture you because he's looking to reveal something to you. And so when God comes along to have an intimate experience with you, we just say, God, I'm ready. I want to know what you want to share with me. My heart is open to hear what you have to say. My eyes are open to see what you want to show me. I want to be the one that tapped in. So let's just make that confession together. Say, I have been given access to tap into the frequencies of God's kingdom. And we have, we have been given access, although everyone has not, we have been given access to tap into the frequencies of God's kingdom because we belong to him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 in the mirror translation, it says, it is written, what has been concealed for ages in a realm inaccessible to the senses, what no human eye could catch a glimpse of, nor man's ear could hear a whisper of, neither could the inquiring mind decipher the code of that mystery, which God has already fully arranged and was ready to reveal to those that love him. And so there are treasures, there are secrets, there are revelations, there are frequencies that God wants to reveal that have been concealed in the place, it says that have been inaccessible to our natural senses. It says, but God is ready to reveal them to those who what? To those that love him. Can you imagine God is saying, look, there are some things I wanna tell you that your natural senses can't pick up on. That means I can't see it with my natural eyes, my eyeballs. I can't hear it through my natural ears and my earlobes and how my body functions. I can't touch it with my hands, but there are things that have been hidden beyond our natural senses that only can be revealed to us by the spirit of God. And so it says, but those who love God have access to tap into those places. And so simply put, if you love God, you are a candidate to know the secrets. You are a candidate to know the mysteries. You are a candidate to tap into the higher frequencies, you know, because there are just some things that our minds cannot comprehend, but that we'll understand by the spirit. And, you know, in my own life, I remember just having this moment where we were at a conference and it was like the presence of God filled the room and 
some of you probably can relate to the, having these moments where God, where God's presence just feels so tangible. And I remember in that moment feeling the love of God. And it was like, it was just so strong and so intense. And the understanding that downloaded on the inside of me was like all of life was, was worth it. Now, God didn't necessarily say any words to me in that moment, or there wasn't any particular action or thing that I saw, but it was just an inner knowing in me that the love of God made life worth it. And this was something that I just understood by the spirit. Again, it was something that my natural mind couldn't comprehend or wasn't accessible by my natural senses, but it came simply by just tapping into God because I loved him, that I was able to understand something that was taking place in the spirit. And so God wants us all to walk in that place where we are ready to hear what God wants to reveal to us through the spirit. In Matthew chapter 13, um, verse 11 through 15, in the message translation, it says, he replied, you've been given insight into god's kingdom you know how it works not everybody has this gift or this insight and hasn't been given to them but whenever someone has a ready heart for this the insights and understandings flow freely but if there is no readiness any trace of receptivity soon disappears that's why i tell stories to create readiness to nudge the people towards a welcome awakening in their present state, they can stare until doomsday and not see it, listen until they're blue in the face and not get it. I don't want Isaiah's forecast repeated all over again. Let's just stop right there. It's in this passage is so good because God is literally saying to you and I that you have been given insight into understanding God's kingdom, into tapping into the higher frequencies. And it says, but not everybody has this gift. And then it says, well, how do we know who has it? It says, whenever someone has a ready heart to hear what God wants to say, whenever someone has a ready heart to tap into the higher frequencies of heaven, it says, then insight and understanding will freely flow. And so our prayer is, God, help me to have a ready heart to hear what you want to say, to see what you want to show me. Can we pray that prayer together today? Say, God, help me to have a ready heart so that insight and understanding can freely flow. And this is the place we wanna stay in because as it goes on in the passage, it begins to explain those who don't have a readiness or those who don't wanna hear what God has to say, it becomes a problem. It says there are people who are just staring all day, but they can't see what God is showing. It says people that are listening um, until they says they're blue in the face and they don't get it. And God says, look, I don't want that forecast for you. It goes on to read. It says your ears are open, but you don't hear a thing. Your eyes are awake, but you don't see a thing. It says the people are stupid. They stick their fingers in their ears so they won't have to listen. They screw their eyes shut so they won't have to look. So they won't have to deal with me face to face and let me heal them. And so God is always looking to heal us. He's looking to for us to have encounters with, with him, that we have an understanding of his ways, that we have an understanding of the times, that we have an understanding of greater awareness of the reality of what God is doing in the spirit all around us. And he says, look, I don't want you to be like some people whose eyes are open, but they can't see, whose ears are open, but they can't 
hear because they have their fingers in their ears and they're just doing like a la 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 like they don't want to hear what God wants to say to them. And so we don't want to be those people. We want to be people who say, God, I am ready to hear what you have to say. And so like you would think like, why would somebody stick their fingers in their ears and try to shut off the voice of God? What does that even look like? And, you know, we have to evaluate ourselves to make sure we're not being those people. Like we want to be the ones who say, God, I heard you when you spoke. I saw you when you moved. I was tapping in to the higher frequencies of heaven to be a part of what you're doing in the earth. And so we don't want to shut off the voice of God to any area of our lives that we just be open that God can speak to us. And I remember coming to this place in my own life where I had to make a decision like, God, nothing's off limits with you. You can talk to me about anything. You can speak to me about anything. God, I want to know your heart. I want to know your opinion. I want to know your thoughts, even if it doesn't match my own or even if it contradicts what I think or how it makes me feel. Even if it's uncomfortable, God, I want to know what you want to show me. I remember this one particular encounter I had with God where I was just spending time alone with him in my room and I was just saying to God, God, I want to know you. God, I just want to be with you. And in that moment of really just crying out to him, I see Jesus step into my room and he grabs me by the wrist and he yanks me on the inside of God. And all of a sudden we begin flying through God really, really fast. And all of a sudden we get to what what looked like this huge brick wall. And so I'm thinking this is going to be the end of our journey because we've got into this wall. But instead of stopping at the wall, Jesus takes his shoulder. It looks a little bit like Superman. He breaks through the wall and we get on the other side of this wall. And there's this huge body of water. And Jesus begins pulling me deeper and deeper and deeper inside the water. And I remember saying to him in that moment, God, I don't you know, care how deep we're going. I just want to be where you're taking me. And as he was taking me deeper in the water, it felt a little bit uncomfortable. Like for those of you who swim, it felt like when you go to the bottom or really deep end of the pools, like almost like your ears start popping a little bit, or you can feel the, the pressure of the water on your body a little bit heavier. And so it, it became uncomfortable. But I remember saying to God, like, I don't care how uncomfortable it gets. I just want to be where you are. I want to know what you want to show me. And as I came out of this vision, God began to speak to me how there's many people that, you know, they enter into a relationship with God or they get into this space where they're moving through God and they come to what looks like a brick wall and they think that's all there is to know about me. And maybe, you know, it's someone who's been saved for a long time, or maybe they've been a Christian for many years, or they've heard, you know, so many countless messages and things. And they think, oh, I know what it means to be a Christian. I know what it means to walk with God. And in reality, there's so much more than what they have uncovered. And so then he began to explain to me that there's some people that after they break through that wall and they get into the depths of my love and I begin to pull them deeper and deeper into that place, they decide to sit on shallow waters. And I remember saying to him that moment, God, I don't want to be the one to sit in shallow waters. I want to know the depths of the mysteries of your heart. I want to uncover the treasures. Like, tell me the things you you haven't told other people. Show me the things you haven't been able to show yet. I want to be the one to be close to your heart. I want to be the one to tap into the higher frequency of heaven. God, I'm ready. 
And so I just want to encourage you that when you have that heartbeat to say, God, I'm ready to know, I'm ready to see, I'm ready to hear that you will be amazed. You will be surprised at the things God will show you, the things God will reveal to you. It will be like (laughs) nothing you've ever experienced before. And so if you would just get hungry to know what God wants to reveal to you, I want to look at um, John chapter 16 and verses 12 through 13. It says this in the NDT version. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but will speak whatever he hears and he will tell you what is to come. Can you imagine Jesus himself says to to you and I, there's many more things I wanna say to you. (laughs) So I'm like, hey, if there's many more things God wants to say to us, then I wanna be the one to say, God, I wanna hear them. And so he says, here's how you're gonna be able to hear the many more things that I wanna say, but he couldn't say at that time. He says, what? I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, or he calls him the spirit of truth. And he says, he's going to come and to guide you into all truth. He's going to show you the way. And then here's the cool part about it. that He's going to not only just show you the truths that already exist, but he says that he will show you things to come. It's like having superpowers. (laughs) Like God wants to show you the future. He wants to show you the things that other people cannot tap in and hear. And so the Holy Spirit is literally ready to show you things, to reveal to you truth um, that comes with tapping in to the higher frequencies of heaven. And so if we are just in search of truth, the Holy Spirit will be our guide to that. And he will show us many, many things beyond, again, what we could even imagine. And so I say to you, you know, this this day to open your ears and hear what God is doing in the earth, hear what God is doing in you, hear what God is doing all around you and in those um, in your community, in your cities, in the globe that God has connected you with. You know, we've spent long enough just giving over our ears to everyone else's thoughts and everyone else's opinions and it's time for us to hear what god is saying to us in this season you know sometimes you know naturally in life when things happen it's easy to pick up the phone and call a friend or call a parent or just somebody that we esteem and like hey what are your thoughts on this like maybe something happened in the news or maybe something happened on your job and you your first thought is to tap into someone what somebody else has to say But what would happen if we make God our first choice, where we just say, God, I want to tap into what you're saying about this moment. Like, God, I know everyone else thinks this. I know everyone else is saying that. But what do you have to say, God? And what would happen if we tap into hearing what God wants to do in our in this season of our lives, that we would live from a a greater reality? We would live from a higher frequency Um, in first Corinthians chapter four, in verse one, in the Amplified version, it says, so then let us who minister be regarded as servants of Christ and stewards, trustees, administrators of the mysteries of God. 
that he chooses to reveal. And so we have been invited to sit at the boardroom with God. It says, as his trustee. Like, that is just so cool to me. You know, for anybody out there who's a businesswoman or a businessman, when you have a company, you may have a certain people that you invite to sit on your board, to be a trustee to your company, um, someone that you trust to be an administrator. And so that invitation to sit at that board is not given to everyone. You know, you want to give that invitation to someone that you trust, to someone that... Um, that would help empower the company, that someone who would hear the plans and the strategies and would run with it. And so, but God, can you imagine, he invites you to sit at the boardroom of his plans, of his unfolding plan in the earth. And so God has his papers, he has in front of him and he's reading off the plans of what he wants to do in the earth, of how he wants to impact your nation, of how he wants to impact your family. And we get to sit around the table and hear the frequencies of heaven released. And so when you love God, remember we talked about that, it's revealed to those who love him. And so when you love him, it gives you access to sit at the boardroom and to know what God is doing, to hear what he is saying. And so the question is, well, if the invitation is to those that love him, well, how does God know that we love him? It's not just by me saying it, <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> you know, it's not just by me singing it. Um, it's not by the gifts that we give. Well, in John chapter 14, verse 21, it makes it very clear for you and I to know how does God know that we love him? In the easy to read version, it says, those who really love me are the ones who not only know my commands, but also obey them. And so God knows that we love him if we know his commands and if we obey him. And so the scripture says that his sheep hear his voice and follow his commands. And so how do we know we're tapping into the frequencies of heaven if we're listening to him and if we're obeying him? It's not good enough to know God wants me to do something with my life. And I say, God, I know that's what you want but it's just too hard or oh, God, I can't give it up or, you know, and we, we, we shut off the voice of God when we're unwilling to obey him um, so that we're now in position to hear what God wants to say to us. You know, Mary, the mother of Jesus was a great example of someone who was invited to sit at the boardroom of heaven to hear the frequencies of what God was releasing through the strategies of Jesus Christ. Um, she literally heard the sounds of the frequencies of heaven when it was announced to her that she was going to be chosen to carry the son of God into the world. And I can only imagine what she was thinking. Here's this young girl. She has an angel come before her and says, hey, God is going to overshadow you and he's going to cause you to become impregnated with the child from God. And you're going to give birth to Jesus Christ, the son of God. Now, here it is, this young girl like, wait a minute, God. <laughs> you do understand how pregnancy works. Like, you need a man. I'm sure she was a little bit, like, confused or not, didn't even really understand the plan of God. Um, and so Mary had to trust God to steward this great mystery of how human life could be formed inside of her womb from God, um, how she would give birth 
to a child that the angel says that would have a kingdom without end. Like, what did this even mean? And I'm sure this was just a total mystery to her about how it will all work. But even in the middle of her not understanding God's plan, her response to God was, be it unto me, according to your will. Or in another translation, she put it this way, I am willing to do whatever he wants. May everything he said come true. And so here is what our response to God should be, that no matter what he says, no matter what he asks of us, we should be like, be it unto me, God. (laughs) I am willing to do whatever you want. May everything you said come true. And so I ask this question to you today, like what frequencies would you tap into if you gave God your yes? You know, if you said, yes, I'll go. Yes. I'll say that. Yes, I'll do that. Yes, I will pray. Yes, I will do whatever you want me to do, God. Like, what will we be able to hear if we just gave God our yes? And here was Mary. And of course, we know the result of her giving her yes to God was that she gave birth to Jesus Christ, who came in, died on the cross, paid the price for our sins, and radically transformed our world so that you and I today can be a living testimony of God's goodness and his mercy that we have relationship with God because of him. But here is this young girl giving God her yes. And so many things came about as a result of her giving God her yes. And so it is the same thing with you and I. Jesus said that the same way that God sent him into the earth is the same way that God is sending you and I. He sends us with the same power, with the same authority, Um, to radically transform our world when we just say, God, I want to tap into hearing what you're saying, tap into the higher frequency of what God is doing in the earth so that I can be a part of it, just like Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, in verses 1 through 2, in the mirror translation, it says, this is how one should regard us. We are the under rowers of Captain Christ, responsible for the engine room, as it were. We are entrusted with the administration of the mysteries of God. Our title might be unimpressive, but our job is most significant. For this reason, our ministry is of unquestionable integrity. And so God literally has entrusted us just like Jesus with the administration of his mysteries. And so we get to tap into higher frequencies and discover treasures with God that we get to share with the world. And so in this in the scripture, it says we are responsible for the engine room of the gospel. Well, engines are responsible for movement. And so if the frequencies of heaven are going to move throughout the earth, then it's going to happen through us. It's going to happen through our sounds. It's going to happen through our mouths. And so look, in the passage, it says, look, your title might be might be unimpressive. That maybe you never get ordained as a pastor, apostle, deacon, bishop most righteous, whatever, you know, esteemed title you can think of. But it says, don't be fooled. Your title might be unimpressive, but your job is most significant. Each and every person on this planet is most significant because God himself has chosen you to be alive in this season 
in the city that you live, in the country that you dwell, in the family that you're part of for a greater re purpose and a greater reality than what you're aware of. And so there are some things that only you can say. There are some things that only you can do. There are plans and strategies that God has put on the inside of you that he's looking for you to do. And so we have to be the ones that say, God, I'm going to get the gospel out. I'm going to tap into what God is saying, what God is doing. And I'm going to be a releaser of that in the earth. And so we have to walk with God in a way where we say, God, again, I'm ready to tap into a higher frequency. Why? So that the gospel can be moved about the earth so that people can encounter Jesus through you and I. In the first um, Corinthians chapter one, verses five through six in the mirror translation, it says your knowledge of Christ is based on so much more than hearsay. For every aspect of your life gives eloquent expression to the rich reservoir of your union in him. You certainly have the testimony of Christ evidenced in you. And so your life emits a frequency from your union with God. You know, like there are things, you know, frequencies or sound that are emitted through machines and as they're emitted out then other people get to encounter those frequencies and they can hear the sounds that are being released well here it says that when you walk with god when you're in union with him when you love him it says your life will emit a frequency where others will be able to hear and so your life becomes a place where people get to encounter god your life becomes a place where people get to hear the higher frequencies of heaven just by looking at you. And sometimes you may not even say anything, but just by seeing how you live your life, just by your very presence, there is an emittance of God's frequencies, of his presence off of your life. What an honor that your life becomes a place where the frequencies of God are emitted that people can see you and encounter you and they literally can encounter the higher frequencies of what God wants to say to them, what God wants to reveal to them, that your life becomes an eloquent expression of God. And so say this with me, say, I am an eloquent expression of the frequencies of God. So God will use you to release his frequencies in the earth and so if people are going to hear God, they're going to hear him through you. If people are going to encounter God, they're going to encounter him through you. And so us that are in love with God, that are willing and ready to tap into the higher frequencies, we get to sit at the boardroom with God, hear the strategies of heaven, hear what he is doing in our communities, in our families, in our cities. And then we get to release that to every person that we come in contact with. And so I just want to encourage you like, not to do life with God on the surface in this season, to dig deep, tap into higher frequencies of what God is saying, that we would not only give our ear to what the things of the earth are saying, to what everyone else around us is saying, that we would give over our ears to the frequencies of heaven, to hear what God is saying, to see what he is doing, and then to join in to be a, and to be a part of it. It is important that each and every one of us jump in the game. It's not good enough for just 
the pastors to be in the game or the deacons, <laughs> you know, or the elders in the church. But each and every one of us plays a role in getting the gospel of Jesus Christ out into the earth. And so today, I again encourage you to say, I'm going to be the one that I'm going to tap in. I want to hear the frequencies of heaven. And I'm not just going to start off with or settle for what I hear on the surface, but I want to know all the mysteries. I want to discover all the treasures underneath that I want to know God. I want to know his ways and I'm not settling for anything less. <laughs> Let me tell you that when you make that your life pursuit, you will be blown away by the things that God will reveal to you and the things that he will do through your hands. And so I just want to pray over you this morning that we would just step into that place with God. So God, I thank you for each and every person that is tuning in today. God, I thank you that we are people that we are saying that we are willing we are ready and we are hungry to tap into the higher frequencies of heaven. God, we want to hear your voice. We want to see what you want to show us. We want to know the revelations. Holy Spirit, we say we are open to your guidance. We are open to your truth. Show us the things to come. Um, make us more aware of your presence and your reality uh, will be ours in our life. God, I thank you that we would be the under rowers of the Captain Christ gospel being spread in the earth. I thank you, God, that we will be the ones that give eloquent expression to what you are saying and doing in this time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I, that is my prayer just for each and every one of us, that we would just stay in a posture of just tapping in to hearing what God would say in this time and being impacted. And, you know, the first um, step to tapping in to hearing what God wants to say or seeing what God wants to do with your life is through salvation. It's just making a conscious decision to say, God, I want you in my life. I want to be a part of what you want to do in this world and i am opening up my life and my heart to you and so if you're tuning in this morning and you've never made that decision to make jesus christ the lord and savior of your life if you say god i want to know you i want you to be my father and my friend and i'm inviting you to come and live and dwell on the inside of me then we can make that decision today we have a promise from God that says that if we would confess with our mouth, meaning that if we just say it, <laughs> and if we believe with our hearts, that means you're using your heart, then you will be saved. And so we can pray a simple prayer today to just invite God to be a part of our lives. Um, and let me tell you that all of heaven is so excited whenever we make that decision to be a part of, remember the oldest unfolding plan of God that is in motion in the earth. And so when you jump in the game, there's a celebration that takes place um, for you saying, God, I want you to be my father and I want you to be a part of my life. And so I just want to invite you, if you want to make that decision today, to say this prayer with me. Say, God, I thank you <laughs> for giving me the invitation to be your child. I admit that I have sinned and I ask you to cleanse me of all the things that I've ever done wrong. I'm choosing today to believe in your son, Jesus. 
that you died on the cross, paying the price for all of my sins. I accept this free gift of salvation and I invite you to come and live and dwell in my heart. In Jesus name I pray, amen. It's just that simple. <laughs> um, and so if you pray that prayer of salvation today, there's some information that's going across the screen that we want to connect with you and if to give you more information about the decision that you made. So please avail yourselves to that information. We want to make sure that you have everything that you need to live a successful life in walking with God as your father and as your savior. And we will see you in heaven one day as a result. Um, lastly, um, before we close out today, I want to just give you an opportunity to give. You know, one way that you can tap into what God is doing in the earth is through your giving. You know, literally the Bible says that when we give, that he will open up the windows of heaven and he will pour us out a blessing. And so it is amazing that we could do something in the natural and then it will have supernatural results. And so when we give, that's a natural thing then something supernatural takes place. God gets involved. Now we are tapping into a higher frequency and now we get to experience um, the blessings and the outpouring of God in our lives as a result. And so I would encourage you that as Holy Spirit leads you and remember as he guides you, that you will hear his voice and that you will give in the places and give the amounts that he tells you to give because in your obedience is tied the outpouring of God's blessings. And so we want to be a people that we don't just don't give haphazardly, you know, just sowing what we feel like is good enough or what we think we are capable of, but that we're just tapping in to hearing what God is saying. And so sometimes you got to take a moment and say, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? What would you like me to give? And he will give you those instructions. He will tell you what to sow. He will tell you what to give. And in your obedience, you will see God move on your behalf. And we it's a blessing that we get to be, again, stewards over God's resources in the earth. Everything that we have is because we get to be stewards. We get to be stewards over God's mysteries. We get to be stewards over the frequencies of heaven. And we get to be stewards over the money and the gifts that he's put in our hands and be obedient with it wherever God will lead us to, um, to sow it. And so today, if you would like to give, there's some information going across the screen that you can use to sow into my church and give your gift this morning. And we're believing God for supernatural results as a result of your giving that the things that you have been believing God for, um, things that God wants to get to you that you're not even aware of, that as a result of your giving, that you will see that door flung wide open <laughs> and that God's um, blessings will be poured out in and among you and every person that you come in contact with. And so I just want to pray over those seeds that are being sown today. God, I thank you for every person who made the decision to give their lives to you. And for every person that is choosing to give today, God, I thank you that not one seed that we plant in the ground, that it would just 
fall by the wayside. God, I thank you that every seed will reap a great and a mighty harvest beyond what we could dream, imagine, or even fathom, God. And I thank you for just opening up the windows of heaven, God. I thank you for the blessings that you have already in store for us before we were even aware. And we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love, and we thank you for your care towards us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, I hope you guys have been blessed today. I'm so glad for this opportunity to be with you all and to share this word. I pray that you would just walk away hungry to hear the frequencies of heaven, that you will walk away with your ears tuned, paying attention to what God will say to you just in your normal everyday lives as you walk with him. So please stay tuned. We have a special video for you with some announcements. At My Church, we help people get better by teaching them how the Word works, and we want to make sure there is no excuse not to get the Word. It's our goal to make all of our ministries accessible on every smartphone, tablet, PC, and television connected to the Internet. So whether you're a man who needs some wisdom, a woman who needs some encouragement, or a couple who needs guidance, the My Church channel has just what you need. Simply search for the My Church channel on Roku, Fire Stick, or Apple TV, or visit MyChurchChannel.org. You can also download the My Church On The Go app from Apple or Google Play App Store. Constantly on the move? Check out the Word At My Church podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Or simply download the Word At My Church skill on your Alexa-enabled device. But whatever you do, make sure to stay connected. See you soon.